Hello, welcome to our program for today. I'm going to recap for the week and thank you for being a part of our broadcast today on The Last Word. This is episode four. I've been taking um, the entire week kind of going over some things that we've been discussing in terms of our focus for this particular broadcast. Let me uh, hit the three things that I'll be on for a while in terms of where we are, what we're developing ourselves with this podcast session. You can like, share, put your comments in down the bottom. We'll definitely want to see what you're talking about and who you are and so forth. So we're also going to put our banner up so you can see where to contact us and get some things going from there. Um, we love you and thank God for your attendance in this matter. Um, let's let's talk about the three F's I've been pulling for the entire week. This week, last couple of days, I've been focusing on um, faith, but three things we're going to be developing in this podcast for quite a, some time is talking about our faith, Christianity, and self, what we believe in, how we believe it, and so forth. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about the family. Um, that's going to be dynamite. We're going to talk a lot about the family on next week. And then we're going to talk about finances, uh, finances in the kingdom, how that works, how that develops, how some things gather from that standpoint. In, in terms of looking at that, we're looking at three points of discussion. When we talk about uh, our faith, we're talking about the doctrine, what we should believe and not believe. You'd be surprised. I run into it all the time. How many Christians don't even know what their faith is all about, what they actually believe in, how it develops. Yesterday, I sort of highlighted some things to develop us in the area, and I talked about worldviews. I talked about what's happening in terms of where we are, in terms of those world worldviews and how they relate. So yesterday, I, I dealt with five particular worldviews. Let me kind of uh, highlight where we are in terms of developing the faith. I started out in June 3, in episode 1, uh, where Jude talks about how we need to earnestly contend for the faith. We're in the product of some things that are happening mightily in this time and in this season. And what's happening in terms of this is that a lot of people don't even realize and understand that what's happening is that the denial of the Christian faith is coming quite a bit. With this technological intellectual society that we live in, people don't the miracles are here anymore. The belief in God should be here, what we should be developing, but we see it from several standpoints. And so what I'm going to do is just discuss some perspectives of this, go into more detail with it next week, and to develop how we're going to develop our relationship and our faith as we got it. Let me, uh, let me talk about the scripture that I did last week because it's so important. Yesterday, I, I mentioned this. 1 John 2, 15, do not love the world or anything in the world. For anyone who loves the world, the love of the Father is not in it. That's a very good point, very good way of understanding how we should do I pointed out yesterday that the world, the word for world in the Greek here is the word cosmos. 
has nothing to do with the solar system or the universe. It actually has to do with a system, a world system, a system that relates to the fact that people have a worldview. The worldview of society, Jesus came to change our worldview, to change our viewpoint of God, to change our viewpoint of ourselves, so that we can understand what it is. So that faith then, I have been discussing, is what we believe and what we practice. So verse 16 in this same chapter says this, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. This is a very important point that I want to bring out. Some of you are emailing me, asking me to cover certain things, asking questions. I'm, whatever your emails are, whatever your comments you put down in the comment section, I will address it on the broadcast. Uh, so next week, uh, just fill up your comments, send me emails, and I will try to address within the context of what we're talking about, some of your issues that we're talking about. Uh, someone sent me in the question is, what do we mean by the lust of the flesh? What do you mean by the lust of the eyes? What do you mean by the pride of life? Well, the lust of the flesh is primarily your desires, what you want, how you want to deal with things. That's considered the lust of the flesh. The lust of our eyes is what you see, what you want to get in. Uh, it is our cravings, our appetites. And then the pride of life is what we want to get out of life. Uh, Proverbs 6.16 says there are six things that the Lord hates. One of those is a proud look. So God is concerned with how we look how we develop our understanding of that. Remember, as I shared yesterday, and I just want to reiterate today, uh, one thing of what I shared yesterday is so important. A worldview is a basic set of beliefs by which one or you or I explain the world around us. All of us have a viewpoint of what we think the world is. Even we've been educated in that viewpoint, we've been indoctrinated in that viewpoint, or we have decided ourselves to imagine that viewpoint. So all of us have a viewpoint of what we think the world is all about, uh, what society is. Uh, if you have not been looking at the global picture of the world, we don't have a global perspective of Christianity. Many of us, especially in this country, only know about Christianity from the vantage point of our city, our state, our nation, but there's a global Christianity. Right now, we live in society that we are really covering a worldview, a world society of where things is. So a worldview in terms of a basic set of beliefs by which one explains the world, interprets circumstances, and lives out one's life is sort of where people are. It is interesting. I talk to people quite a bit, especially a lot of people uh, contact me, not just in this country, from around the world. With the apps and the technology we have now, I'm talking to various intellectuals and people, not only in this uh, country, but around the world. Sometimes I'm in various time zones dealing with people, hearing what the persecuted Christians are doing in various other parts of the world while we're sitting here in luxury, not worrying about the things that's going on. 
But we it plays out in terms of a worldview. It plays out in the way we think, the way we speak, even the way we dress, the way we love, the way we value life, the way we treat others determines our worldview. And we have a pretty good perception of what we think, how we think society should go, how we think society should act. Uh, a Christian perspective, and this is what John is talking about when he's dealing with this in 1 John 2. He's dealing with the fact that we've got to be able to change our viewpoint of the world. Paul dealt with this too in Ephesians. He said, we should not live like the other Gentiles live in the vanity of our mind, in the things that develop in terms of our mind ratio and the things that are developing there. You remember yesterday, we put up these five worldviews to consider. Humanist worldview, uh, the worldview, the pantheism, uh, spiritualism. And then finally, I concluded with what a Christian worldview is. Let me concentrate more on that Christian worldview because it's important to talk about where we are and how we value our Christian worldview. Where are we in terms of viewing ourselves as Christians? Well, we need to understand that our viewpoint of Christianity has to be a viewpoint of where we see God seeing us, how we value ourselves in terms of the example that Jesus brought to teach us how to live godly lives. The problem is we have what is called syncretism. We have a lot of syncretism that gets into the body of Christ and that we keep trying to add on to Christianity, primarily because of our Christian worldviews. And so we're so divided. We're divided not only in denominations, we're divided in thinking. People have, have gone off, and that's why in Romans chapter 12, in verse 2, it says for us not to be conformed to this world, to the viewpoint of the world, to get back to the viewpoint in terms of us being worldly, to these five viewpoints that come up constantly and got us so messed up that we don't really know who we are and where we are, so that we find ourselves trying to fit in some way, trying to pull ourselves into uh, where we are, where we're looking in ourselves as a humanist viewpoint. It's all about me, 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 what I want, what I need, or a postmodern viewpoint where we deny all of the basic structures and things that we have. Now, let me say something about a postmodern worldview, because it's a worldview that we are in the process now, and I mentioned this, of deconstructing Christianity, of tearing down everything of what we believe. And so it is a tearing down, not only of the very fabric of Christianity, but to talk about the roots of Christianity. We have an Afrocentric look. Well, Europeans have bought it. They're telling us this. They're telling us it comes from this, it comes from that. That's everybody trying to tear down the foundation of Christianity. Uh, you know what Paul family concluded? It does. I once knew a man after the flesh, Paul says, but I don't know him after the flesh any longer. Uh, we can argue all day what racial nationality Jesus was. It doesn't matter. It's who he is right now. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're not going to be concerned whether he was Jew, whether he was African, whether he was European. That doesn't matter. He's coming back not as a racial entity, 
but as our King of Kings and Lord of Lords. What I'm concerned is how John saw him in Revelations chapter one. I'm going to begin a series uh, pretty soon on the end times that I'll be telling you when that comes out. I'm going to deal with the letters of Jesus to the churches and cover it in over the next half of the year, the whole entire book of Revelation. I spent uh, the last six or seven months uh, really dealing with the book of Revelations from the actual Greek itself and pulling together some synergy of where I was going to go with this subject. And I think that we need to get our hand on while we're talking about the end times, eschatology, while we're talking about where we fit at and what we develop to get some sort of structure and key to develop as to what our whole Christian worldview is. It is about who we are in relationship to Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit's nature within our life. Since the great awakenings, since we have all these things that are involved in terms of Azusa Street and Pentecostal explosions, since all of these prophetic voices are trying to tell us who we are and where we are, we need to get some understanding of who Jesus says we are and how we develop our relationship with him. I think we need to prepare, as I get ready to end this session today on the last word, to understand where we are and what we're going to develop. I'm going to deal with quite a few things. Put your comments in, like and share uh, this particular broadcast. We're going to get into more detail. I'm going to get in more discussions that will help us to see where we are and to develop within what we're doing this whole last word perception so that we can move into relationship, into our understanding with God and through God so we can develop things that are. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy this episode. And I thank you for your time that you've been with me. Thank you. Thank you.